Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen, to the deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. 108 at Edmonton, hour number two. It's a game night. Edmonton Oilers, the Minnesota Wild. The Wild with a nasty one last night in Calgary. Well, nasty. That was, that was a mild game in the 1980s, but a fun one nonetheless. Uh, second hour of orders now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all your office technology needs. A reminder, here's how you can get hold of us. You can text us on our Heartland 4 text line. 630-630. With over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory, they're one of the largest Ford dealers in Alberta. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And you can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Beautiful new uh, location out at uh, Heartland Ford. And I bumped into uh, Ron Klein last night, uh, ATB, a big sponsor of the Edmonton Oil Kings. The Oil Kings have got their teddy, bo- uh, teddy bear toss uh, coming up. Uh, uh, Danny uh, Troiani from the Oil Kings will join us just after 1.30. But right now, it is Stoffer Inspector 4. Horse racing, Alberta. Spec pulling a double shift this week. Two half-hour shifts. I'm a hard-working guy, That's, Bob. Uh, no one's ever going to make that mistake. There, you wear a lot of things. I don't think anybody would say hard-working <laughs> is one of them. Found some interesting statistics on the Edmonton Oilers' success under Ken Hitchcock. All right, go for it. Okay, so here's the deal. Mm-hmm. The Oilers are 5-2-1 and one under Hitchcock. That is the same record as the Toronto Maple Leafs have in the same time period, okay? Okay. They have 11 points. That ranks, those 11 points rank 7th, tied for 7th in the NHL during that span. Okay. November 20th, I believe the day was. Uh, So their points are 7th in the league over that span. Yeah. They've scored 16 goals to get there. Yes. The Maple Leafs have scored 32 goals to get their 5-2-1 record. Twice as many. Yeah. So the Oilers rank 11th in points over that time. They rank 29th in goal scoring over that time. Yes. So I guess the next word I'm going to say is unsustainable. Uh, either A, they got to start to score more goals, or B, the record might not stay where it is. I don't think you can average two goals, Bob, and continue to have such a good record as they've had under Hitch. Is that fair? Yes. 
<laughs> the other thing that's unsustainable is the save percentage that the two goaltenders have had over the last eight games. Do you know what it is? No. 929. Do you know what it that's was? That's not unsunsustainable. 929 save percentage is well, not. Well, okay. It could go down to 922. 920 is well, sustainable. If, if the Oilers have a 920 save percentage the rest of the season, they'll make the playoffs. Well, I'm going to tell you that good right. Teams, lots of good they teams will make, If they go 920 right. the rest of the way, they should make the playoffs. Okay. Do you know what the save percentage was for the final uh, eight games of Todd McClellan's regime? Oh, my goodness. It started with eight, I'll bet. 875. <laughs> Do you know how many goals the Oilers I knew scored? he wasn't a very good coach, Bob. <laughs> That's funny how that works, eh? Goalies don't stop the puck. Coach gets fired. I knew he wasn't a very good coach. Uh, all right. So uh, do you know how many goals they scored in those final eight games, Mark Spector? No. 21. So even less, or even uh, five more than they got for Hitch. Right. Isn't so, that something? Yeah. So the numbers are goofy, uh, and I guess we're going we're gonna to lean on the old small sample size. Uh, but I think the, the simple adage, Bob, is in a 3-2 league, which I think we all agree right. this has become, Two doesn't win more nights than three does. And for now, it is for the orders. I will say this. Uh, I, I think there, I saw, we, and John Sexsmith brought this up. He asked a question about, are your forwards disconnected from your defense? And the first two goals against St. Louis, I mean, the first one. They were. You got Nurse and McDavid both chasing the same guy against St. Louis behind <laughs> the goal. Yeah. Neither guy gets there, and neither Nurse nor McDavid realize that one of them needs to stay in front of the net. That's kind of, is that's wide kind of, open for a yeah. six-foot, one-timer. And as you know, uh, Ken Hitchcock plays basically what type of defense? Zone. Zone, sure. Okay. And why was zone defense eliminated in the NBA? Uh, because there wasn't enough scoring. There wasn't enough scoring. It works. So <laughs> it, there's been a little bit tr- a transition. Hitch has had three full practices. Yeah. Okay. I would suggest to you that his first focus was getting the goals against down. And if oh, you no, watch no. the Oilers in their final eight games under Todd McClellan, Cam Talbot started five of those games, did not win any of them. Yeah. Koskinen went two and one in those final. Uh, Todd's focus was always that, too, let's face it. The yeah. year, two years ago, their entire success was based on the fact that they knocked their goals well, against down they, like 50 goals. Mark, they went right. from 27th in the league in Todd's first year, 27th in the league in goals against. Yeah. With a combination of Nielsen and Talbot, and Talbot winning that job halfway through the year, uh, and and Nielsen really falling off. But but Anders had a, in fairness to him, I will always say this, uh, and I don't like discussing off-ice things with players, but he had uh, a challenge that any um, rational thinking guy out there would have a real appreciation for. He had a tough family situation that he had to deal with that Mm -hmm. undermined uh, well, and, and his focus here in Edmonton in his last six to eight starts before Peter Shirelli moved him out of town. And it wasn't just a goalie thing. Like no, goals no, against no, is, is fact. Less and less is it. A well, and that's thing. the other end. Oh, so here's you need a, your here's here's what I play here, the right way. So Mark, the orders went from twenty seventh in fifteen sixteen to eighth in sixteen seventeen yeah. with Cam Talbot getting seventy appearances. Yeah. Now last year Talbot dropped from a nine nineteen career save percentage to nine oh eight for the balance of last year. And I think what happened I remember hearing Jamie McLennan uh, say this. He was on nine hundred for the important part of last year. Right. And Jamie McLennan said, Okay, he yeah. did it once. I can't see him doing it again where he can do the seventy starts. I think that's a fair perspective to have, especially in the Western Conference. Uh, sure. And so, there, hence the impetus to go out and go get Koskinen. Let me but, ask you this. Yeah. Who's better? Who's the better goalie, Koskinen or Talbot? Uh, I don't know yet. You know, again, let's. I'm falling back on small sample size on Koskinen. Do you think Koskinen's better than Nielsen was? Uh, yes. 
Yeah, I think he's better. I than guess Nielsen. here's what I'll say. I know what Nielsen is now. I've watched him play in the league long enough. What is he? he? He's a okay backup at best. He's a twenty That's to what he twenty is. to thirty game a year guy. And I'm with you. I hate. I don't like to speak ill of him because he's such a nice guy. Yeah. But I'm the journalist. He's an okay backup, no better than that. Okay. The question is, I don't know what Koskinen is. Yeah. Because he hasn't played enough here. I don't know what he is. I'm very intrigued you know, by him. My daughter brought this point up in the drive well, today. She's, do you know who has the second highest goal or second best goals against average in the league amongst NHL starting goalies right now? Second best? Second best goals against in the okay, league. Okay, who? Well, she showed me Koskinen does. Oh, okay. So unless she screwed <laughs> up and grabbed just the guys well, in the way. that could be. Like he's... You know, when you saw his numbers over in Europe, you're, you're sitting there going, well, there's no way he can do that here. Right. M- Miko Koskinen. 925. Has, he's got a 925 save percentage. He's got a 2.23 goals against average. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that is Excellent. Pretty- Those are winning numbers. You, you, your goal that gives you that in the season, you make the playoffs. There's no question. Uh, uh, but Do you agree with Ken that the strength of the team is in goal? Uh, yeesh. I don't know. If they that. have Talbot and Koskinen, I don't know how you can say that. Koskinen has played 13 games, and Talbot's coming off uh, a year and 20 games of not being very good. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not here to tell Hitch about hockey, but I'm not sure I like the body of evidence okay. on that statement. <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is he's got more confidence in going with either of those two guys. I mean, you've already brought up the lack of offense, and that's yep. hey, if the Oilers don't make it. That lack of offense could be in the end. We'll see, and also yeah. could be ultimately play a factor in the decision moving. I mean, well, we can't sugarcoat things here. Peter Sorelli's got to know. I got to make the playoffs here with this team, and right now the team isn't scoring enough. That's fair. I do think the defense will come. Like the goal, like the, it's the, coming together. This is a work de- in progress here for him. Defensive zone comes first. Then he works on the transition game. They're doing it today again in practice, yeah. and then eventually. He puts some tweaks into the offense. Yeah, uh, you know, again, the, the oldest adage in hockey is if I keep getting chances, the goals will come. We've heard every player say that from fourth liners to first liners, right? I'm only worried when the chances aren't coming. Well, the Oilers are, are winning the possession game. They've got the ninth best possession five-on-five numbers in the league under Hitch. Uh, and they've got the puck most of the night. And they are getting a lot of chances. Nothing's going in. So... You know, it's going to go one of two ways, Bob. The old adage is going to come true, and two goals is going to turn into three and a half or four, and they're on their way. Or B, it's not going to come their way. They're going to have the puck all night, but they're going to keep scoring two goals, and finally someone's going to look at the roster and go, okay, we got too many guys who can't score. we got to fix this. One well, of those two things will happen. they got an identity line with Kyle Brodziak and Milan Lucic and Zach Cassian. Brodziak got two goals against Detroit, hasn't scored in the last 14 games. Lucic scored on his first shot of the year, has not scored in the last 27 games. And uh, Zach Cassian has uh, not scored in the last 18 games. So one point in 25 games this year, Zach Cassian. Yeah. One point. And I have people, that guys I respect, that tell me, no, Cassian should be playing up with McDavid. Well, there's absolutely no question that that's wrong. But you know what? Like, I, I still look at those players and go. Like, Zach Cassian, I know what he is. He's a 10-goal guy, right? 10, 11-goal guy. Except he hasn't done that yet for Edmonton. He's had 7-7 seven and seven in his two full right. seasons. Right, so. you know, and, but he's look at all the chances he gets. He's had a couple breakaways. Yeah. He's, he creates stuff. He can really skate. He hits you. He fights for you. Like, I love all the things about Zach Cassian. But Does he know you feel this way about yeah, it? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, honestly, like, that... 
player can play for my team every day. But at some point, for $2 million bucks, the puck has to cross the goal line. Come well, on now. All right, so multiply that by three with the guy. And then the you got Lou Cheech. I'll say the same things about him. All right, uh, this text comes in from Val uh, from the high desert of northeast Colorado. Who? Tell Mark Spector it is sustainable if the Oilers can line up the L.A. Kings for the rest of the year. <laughs> sure. Ironically enough, the Kings put up five against Edmonton, but two of those were empty netters. It is yeah. uh, 119 in Edmonton. More with Stoffer and Spectre for Horse Racing Alberta. After I tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village Steak. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton, South Downtown, Northside, and Shore Park. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Ryan Nugent Hopkins having a pretty good year for Edmonton. Over the course of Ryan Nugent Hopkins' last 90 games played, he has 31 goals and 73 points. And uh, obviously logs some significant minutes for the Edmonton Oilers. This is Oilers Now, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. A rare Friday. We did this because we only had a, when we when, when I'm doing the show on the road spec and we're both over the phones. Yeah. It just doesn't have the same it's feel. It's hard to do. Yeah. So we want to do an extra half hour. So thanks for coming by. Uh, we talked a bit about Calgary last night, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that was a uh, that was a heated uh, hockey game. First of all, what, what was your take on the Giordano? Uh, it was almost a shin-on-shin shin hit. For yeah, he G- really, Giordano, was missing the check. He was late on the play. Uh, Koivu was going to walk past him on the wall, and he spread his legs wide open and did catch Koivu's knee, and clearly uh, Koivu is considered... Suspendable offense for Gio? Well, it's a bad knee-on-knee. I mean, probably a game, maybe. He's a great player. He's a hell of a player. And that's the guy. And Mark, I said right now there's no question Calgary's got a deeper and better team than Edmonton. We'll see where they're at two years from now. You know, yeah, we'll see no, if, the, if the Oilers have some push coming up from some of the younger players and Giordano gets older because he is the linchpin of that defense. Yeah, he's still a really good player. He's a great player. He's yeah. in terrific shape, too. Uh, drafted, wasn't he? Undrafted and even yeah. went back to the KHL for a year and yeah. then came back. One of those rare guys that goes to the KHL, comes came back, back and turned into a great player. Great player. Isn't that something? Uh, <laughs> terrific guy as well, uh, from all reports. I mean, yeah, I've met him many, talked to him many, many times. Awesome guy. All right. Uh, the Dumba hit on Backlund. I mean, so what? That, that's, that's a hit. He steps up. I don't think he was, you know, I put it this way. To me, I, I, I'd be fine if Giordano just got a fine. I, to me, doesn't need to be suspended. Sure. The Dumba hit, you know, that's a hard, tough play. You know, a little bit high, maybe. Well, it's not high as much as he's six foot two or three. Right. And Backlund was bent over. 
You know, the, the problem well, with hockey... Not, is Dumba's 6'2"? I think he's like a 6-footer, isn't he? Five well, eleven. whatever. He was standing up tall. And, and, and then he exploded when, through the head right. after that. hard. Now he yeah. pasted Backlund with yeah. 53 seconds left in a 2 nothing game. Now, Backlund... And has, came some distance to do it. You know, I'm not saying it was an illegal check. I like hard hits. You know my yeah. style. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But when you throw that hit at their skill guy... In the last seconds of a game that's totally decided. Oh, Michael here. Backlund's a great second line center. He's like, a there's, good player. There's he's a no guy. question. He's the Nugent Hopkins is to the Oilers, right? That's what he is to the Flames. Except he's better in the circle. Okay, sure. But anyway, the point is, if someone did that to Nugent Hopkins in a two nothing game with 50 seconds oh, yeah. left, you'd say, do you really need to blow the guy up like that at this point in the game? Yeah. Now I know it's legal, but you better get ready for a fight if you're going to do that. And okay. he completely turtled when Lomberg came after him. And, and Dumba can handle himself. Dumba's a big, strong guy. If you, Hey, you're big and tough enough to throw that hit at a skill guy. You're big and tough enough to defend yourself. This is back. This is the you. reverse of this is the, the Kachuk situation. It's where exactly he, the same as Kachuk. Where he dogpiles McDavid. Went back picking on McDavid, but doesn't want to pick on uh, who came at him in that fight. Cassian. Cassian. Yeah, doesn't want Cassian, but he's okay with McDavid. Dumba was fine pounding Backlund at a point in the game where you could have passed yeah. that hit up, but he didn't want any part of Lomberg. Well, Lomberg's like a nasty much. piece of business. Like, he can chuck him for a so, smaller guy. Sure. Um, That's okay. Now, in that situation, would Lomberg normally have been on the ice in the final minute of the Who game? Who cares, man? Who cares? But Who cares? Well, the league cares. Oh, hey, is he going to get a is he going to get a ten game suspension? No, he got a one game suspension, and Bill Peters got a ten thousand dollars. Are you sure they're not reviewing? I'm pretty sure that it was announced he got okay. a one game because it's an automatic. I do if not, you instigate a fight in the last minute or ten minutes or whatever for, it is, for the it's record, automatic. I do not believe you should get a ten game suspension. Okay. Well, ten is now, hold on. Let's get this straight for the listener. One is when you make uh, a legal line change. Okay. And it results in an instigator penalty. I thought in the last it was still minutes. under review. No. Uh, I could be, but this is the rule. Uh, ten games is when you make an illegal line change, which is basically hopping the boards. It is an automatic ten-game suspension. So Lomberg made a legal change. That's why Bill Peters gets also a $10,000 fine, because it is deemed that the coach sent Lomberg out to instigate a fight in the last five minutes of a hockey game. Let's see what we got the last... So, I don't think they're looking at it anymore. I mean, nothing happened. Okay, I, maybe somebody can update us on that. I thought there was still... Oh, I can't find a... I just feel like, Bob, no matter whether your name's Matt Kachuk or or Zach Cassian or Matt Dumba or Milan Lucic, if you're, if you're willing to engage with a skill player who's never going to hit you and you're willing to blow him up like Dumba did Backlund, uh, I think you then should be willing to engage with guys who are also on the other end of the spectrum who want to fight you. Well, I mean... You can't uh, pick one to and me, Michael pick ba- the other. Michael Backlund does engage other teams' top players. I mean, he was the guy initially wrestling around the ice with McDavid. He was yeah. the he was yeah. the guy wrestling. Come on. He got into it. During, during that game, he got into it with uh, Stahl, who was a 40-goal scorer. I love Michael Backlund. I, I, a good player. I, I like wish the Oilers – I wrote a column about it. I wish Edmonton would have sure. taken him. In the, but the point is, he's ne- you don't have to keep your head up around him. He's not going to do to you what Dumba did to him. It's never going to happen. In addition, Calgary's Ryan Lomberg will have a hearing today for a legal line change for the purpose of starting an altercation. So he's gotten the one game, he's got a hearing. So he still could get a 10-game suspension, according to that. Um, he's not getting 10 games. I'm with you. He shouldn't, get ten, he shouldn't get a 10-game. He'll game. get one. You know what? they got to get rid of that rule. It's a dumb well, It's a dumb rule. They'll never get rid of that rule. So yeah, it's like getting, they're not getting rid of the instigator. They're not, they're not backing off on fighting, Bob. 
You know when the last bench clearing brawl was in the uh, NHL? 80 what? 80 I'll say 85. 1987 Quebec Boston. You know when it came? It came within just a couple months of Piastani. Right. After they had Piastani and then they had the last bench clearing brawl and then that r- summer they put in I believe it's rule 30.1 which says uh, the minute you jump the boards, it's 10 games suspension. I have a feeling Quebec didn't do very well in that brawl against Boston. I don't 19, know what happened, Boston had a lot of guys that could chuck them. Quebec was pretty You know, Detroit too. and Boston <laughs> had one uh, in, oh, I think it was the early 90s, 9091, because uh, Quintel ended up having to fight Proby. Okay. And uh, what was his name? Lazaro. Jeff Lazaro got choked out on the ice by Konstantinov. Oh, dear. I thought he... Peed himself actually on the ice. That's how wow. bad it was. Konstantinov, it, it, like he was. You he, know, Konstantinov was in the Piastani brawl. Yes, he was, yeah. and he he had his thumb on his Adam's apple. And was cru- he was crushing his larynx, Yikes. and he was choking him out. And they went at Lazaro twice. Mm-hmm. And that that how that's not considered a bench clear. It happened. You know no, what happened? Sure. It happened at the end of a game. So maybe it was five on five, or and they went twice. There was two. They they went. It all ended, and mm-hmm. then they went again. And both times, Lazaro, it, it was ugly. He's on the ice. There's yellow crap all over the ice. Yeesh. Nasty stuff. Make the call tonight. Oh, you hate making the call. <laughs> I didn't like making the call. Minnesota second of a back-to-back, but this is Bruce Boudreaux team. He's a good coach. Uh, this will be a fun coach, game. Uh, sounds like no Koivu tonight for okay. the Minnesota Wild. Sounds like. Sounds like. Well, uh, which is a huge blow because he's a fabulous player. Biggest area Face-off circle. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's They're ninth in the league in face-offs. Team. The Oilers are a bottom-five team now in the NHL in yeah, face-offs. And Koivu again. brings it a lot more even if he doesn't play. Uh, Dubnik will play goal for them. Talbot for Edmonton. Dubnik lights out. Spack, as always, thanks for sliding by. We Pleasure, got uh, Danny, Danny, uh, Daniel Troiani coming up from the Edmonton Oil Kings to talk about Teddy Bear Toss Serge Lajoie coming to town. Yeah, hey, with the Blazers. Blazers. Uh, little well, Golden Bear right there. Absolutely. Baby. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, He'll turn that team around. They're, well, they're already, they had a slow start. They're up to 500. Uh, we will tell you that uh, we're going to head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update with Carrie McCarthy. Carrie, we apologize. We rambled way too long. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.